Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And now, it's time for... Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Hello and welcome to Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Did that have gravitas when I said it? Yeah, yes. Oh, yes, it okay. did. I have more gravitas. I was slouching and now I sat, I sat <laughs> up straight. You sat right up, yeah. Oh my gosh. Picked right up. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Jesse Gaskell, and you're Mike Sweeney. Yes, I'm Mike Sweeney, and we're uh, we work uh, we're writers for Conan, and uh, we host this podcast. So yeah, that dovetails nicely In because order. Um, this season of Inside Conan, our 28th season, <laughs> we're talking about Conan uh, on the road, Conan outside the studio, which, outside Conan, out outside Conan. Yeah, we're talking about Conan on the road, mm-hmm. remotes he did when he traveled. Yes, and we've been talking to some of our guests who did remotes with Conan or or maybe did things for the show on their own. Right, and one of those people is our guest today, Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy Pardo, who's a hilarious comedian. He is so funny, and he's had a podcast for, I think, yes. since before the internet was invented. Yes, he, he is consider, considered one of the podcast pioneers. He is, yeah. Never Not Funny. Mm-hmm. We could have learned a lot from him Pardo. if we'd bothered. <laughs> yeah, it's true, to try. including the never not funny part. Uh, we <laughs> love Jimmy, and uh, and we also talked to him because he he warmed up our audience right. at Warner Brothers and and also back at the Tonight Show at Universal. And then when Conan would travel, he'd be Jim would Jimmy would come with us and warm up the crowds around mm-hmm. the road, which uh, he loved doing. And of course, we loved having him. Yeah, warming up is a real. Art. I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. There are many ways to do it. And I don't know if you've ever been to a sitcom taping in yeah. L.A. Uh, once. Yeah, I I've, once. I think I went once, too. It's really long, and they're it's trying to so keep the long. audience engaged. It's so unnatural in all ways. I, yeah. I, I'm amazed at when, um, you know, a scene gets busted or something goes wrong, mm-hmm. or they just want to get try different lines. They get the audience revved up to watch the exact same thing. The same thing again, and to laugh at the same spot. Which is so, like, that, I don't, that's not natural. I know. It doesn't doesn't work that way. Well, I would always tell people when they'd come to Conan tapings, like, it's, you're you're taping, and you could cut something out conceivably, but not very much gets cut out. So it's really about an hour. If the show's an hour, the taping's about an hour. Oh, yeah. The Conan show yeah. was, like, Jeff Ross was very proud of, like, and Conan, too, of, like, mm-hmm. let's run this to time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes things would spill over and we'd have to trim it down. But 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 pretty much what I mean by 
tape it to time. Exactly. Like if if you went an hour and five minutes, there's no big breaks in between. Yeah. Like the commercial breaks would be like literally two minutes and then go. Mm-hmm. And we would never, that I remember, record something twice. It was... No. You record it the first time. And if there's a mistake, that goes in the show. Well, and, and <laughs> often, I mean, you know, Conan delighted in the mistakes. Yes. Because those would often those be the biggest... Him. Yeah, they'd, they'd be often more memorable than anything else going on. So Right. Um, yeah, so the idea of like, oh, let's do it again and get it, get this line right. Right. That would never happen. We, once in a while, we would shoot a pickup. They're called pickups mm-hmm. after the show. If it was critical or like if we were cutting, if something didn't, if a comedy, like sometimes we do things with several bits or beats in a comedy piece. And sometimes like, We'd be like, oh, you know, we're going to cut that part out. Yeah. We need to get from A to Uh C. But usually you could figure that out in editing without shooting a pickup. It is very rare. Yeah. 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 But sitcoms, yeah, it's very different. They want, and I think they want all those different choices, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Have I told you about how I had to do warm up for the LA Festival of Books? I, this might ring a bell. <laughs> One year, I got asked to do warm-up for the— there was a comedy stage at the L.A. Festival of Books. Which I've been to. At USC, yeah. Y- yes. And it was— Not the comedy thing, the book, the book festival. Yeah. And so they had a lineup all day of comedy books. Okay. Um, it was, you know, I think it was like Chelsea Handler and Nia uh-huh. Vardalos uh-huh. and uh-huh. those types. Sure. Um, and they'd but, written books. Right. And I had to go out in between the authors and get the crowd warmed up. And, you know, people are, it was like a quad, too. It was a giant open-air yes. space, and it was huge. And the crowds are very transient there. Yes, it's and so people, people are wandering in and out. People are going from one end of the quad to another book event on the other end of the quad. Yes. Was there a crowd there even? Like, I mean, man— I don't, you know, at the most, there would yeah. probably be 50 people oh, that's, hanging out. Wow. But I don't even know if they were listening to uh, me. Some of them were picnicking. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's so, <laughs> I, I felt like I was, like it was non-consensual right. warm up. Like I was warm warming up at them. Yes. Well, there used to and be- They weren't asking for it. Then no one, I mean, someone who, who was working on that festival is like, comedy books, right. let's make let's it a comedy game. Yes. And, you know, it sounded good on paper. And it's I just know. like, oh, my God. People, book, people going well, to a book festival. Like, <laughs> all, co- comedy crowds that are there for comedy are bad enough. Right. Often. Yeah, yeah. But the, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Let's let's win over these these book nerds. Right. With comedy, stand-up comedy. Exactly. Oh man, that's rough. Well, also, outdoor comedy gigs are notoriously yeah. hard to do. Mm-hmm. That's um like an like comedy Park. rule number yeah. one. Oh. Yes. Don't don't do outdoor gigs. But especially don't do them at a book festival. I know. Well, I learned my lesson. I also never got asked back. Well, I'm sure they, they probably— <laughs> They must have not. They must have stopped doing they, that. They stopped, probably yeah. stopped doing mm-hmm. it. With nothing to do with you. It's just not <laughs> the best idea for a book festival. <laughs> yeah, there's some places stand-up should not— Like pe- I agree. There, yeah. But one of my favorite ones was in New Jersey, and it was a—they had a—it was a sports bar. 
But they were like, yeah, we're going to have comedy tonight. And there was a Yankee game on the giant screen. And it went into extra innings. And I think it was near, like, uh, in the fall, like a pennant race time. (sighs) And... And you the, had to try to compete with Well, the no, no, oh. that that might have been better. <laughs> but the owner's like, gets on the microphone and goes, all right, folks, time for comedy, and hits the button, and you just see the screen no. go up. And everyone's like, wait, what? Oh. Ah, 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 Thanks yeah. for <laughs> And they're like, okay, here's your host, Mike Sweeney. Oh, God. Yeah. Just how many pint glasses were <laughs> thrown at you. It was great. Ugh. Warming up is a joy. <laughs> we just no one up. knows that. <laughs> That's right. Better than Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> we just warmed up for this uh, interview with we Jimmy did. Pardo. Yeah, we did. <laughs> he's hilarious. Uh, he's he, so funny. He is hilarious. It was so much fun talking to him. And he, and we got to talk to him, too, about the remotes that he did uh-huh. uh, for Conan. Because he, well, starting at The Tonight Show, yes. did a few remotes. Yes. And then also would do a show in the green room called right. Pardo Patrol. Yeah. Where he talked to some of the biggest celebrities that came on the show. Yeah, and I hadn't watched those in, in years. They're they're really funny. Yeah, they're great. And we the ones we talked about are on on YouTube. So Yeah. You can watch them. You can watch them after you listen to our interview with Jimmy Pardo. Hello, Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, Welcome back to Inside Code. It is a pleasure to be back. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. This is our rope a dope technique. We don't talk for 20 minutes. And then, and then you spill your worst secret. Then we don't secrets. talk another 20. Yeah, you just spill your gut. <laughs> I don't even know what my worst secret would be. Right. I, oh, I don't, you I, don't have any? Oh, I'm sure I do, you but do. I, okay. I don't know. I, but I don't sure know what would be do. like salacious or. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't it's better to not have it at the tip of your tongue because you might let it slip by accident. Yeah. Right. I think I'm a pretty open book, so I think yeah. uh, there's not a lot of secrets. There's not a, yeah. a lot of skeletons in I my closet. That. I believe that about you. You'd but have I, to go, probably go way back to like middle school or something. And maybe secrets from them. Yeah, them. them. Uh, no, I was the bullied. I was the. I was on oh, the other side. Of it. I got no yeah. secrets. I, know oh, I, I thought you were going to say you were the bully. No, you no, were no, the no bullied. sir. I was the bullied. Okay. Yes, yeah, that's I why was you a, went into comedy. Yeah, I was a tiny guy right. who got made fun of because I didn't throw a football like other people. So but you saved yourself with your acerbic wit, I assume, even at that young age. I would use. I was, didn't you this, win them over? And this like, is what I would say. We like, love this guy. I would go. Uh, well, why, why do you want to beat me up? You know, you right. can. Exactly. And they would go. Oh yeah, I do know I can. <laughs> and then while they were like trying to do that math in their head, right. yeah. I would run, run like the worst right. that I am. You would exactly. tie their laces together. And yeah. Then, yeah. Oh look, there's math. And then butterfly. Do do you have do you Remember one particular Jerry O'Connor? Jerry oh, O'Connor. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I, I thought you were asking about a name. For uh, me, it was Ray Janovic. Oh, Janovic. Now, do you ever do you ever run into him He's dead. as an adult? I, I find I oh, Googled him a few then. years ago. He's dead. Do we know how he died, Janovic? He died, he died in a uh, car accident. His Dude. brakes were cut. Yeah. <laughs> I, they might have been. I think he, he had been left back uh, four times. Oh, my God. And it, went around and beat kids up and was oh. really good at it. He was a master, but I want to hear good, about your bully. Well, there's no, I don't know if that's necessary, but uh, <laughs> why not? Uh, here's the weird part about uh, you that. You brought up his name. Is I, he still alive? Where Where you? Maybe he was in the accident with Ray Janovic. What's interesting is there was another good kid that would be a bit of a bully, and he also died in a car accident. That kid's mm, name what? was Brian O'Brien. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> well, he had to be. Yeah, he was angry at his mother. You know what his dad's name was? Naming him that. He was Brian O'Brien Jr. Jr. Yeah, they course. passed that down. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> I grew up with a lot of O'Donnells, a lot of O'Connors, a lot of uh, uh, O'Briens, mm-hmm. a lot of Irish, so a lot of Catholic Irish. Irish that, thugs. that was in Chicago. Yeah, South Suburbs of Chicago, a place yeah. called Hometown. You should have grew up where I grew up. All the Irish. Wait, your well, hometown is called Hometown? Yes, it was built for. I want to say the Korean War veterans. They were uh, duplexes, and so each house was only 900 square feet, which I believe is the size of this room. <laughs> <laughs> that was our house. And with one less microphone. Um, I was always, I had a Mr. Microphone, you know that. Yeah, so I would walk around and <laughs> tell my mom I'd pick her up later. Uh, it's a reference to a commercial. Uh, Jerry was, uh, to, to add, Jerry, uh, I think in retrospect, a lot of people that I grew up with also have experience of, like, like if we have a reunion, I think the thing is, uh, is Jerry going to be there? Oh. And I'm like, well, we're, oh. we're in our 50s. We could handle Everybody it. Everybody right. And nobody nobody would yeah. want him there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He came to a couple of my shows. Oh. And he tried. Oh. And wow. it just was weird. And it's like, dude, you were you were just a, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know what kind of language I could use on this program. but uh, Anything. Anything. Yeah, uh, Especially bully when it's un, bully. Unpleasant bully. is the word I was looking for. Is <laughs> that okay, <laughs> you guys? Yeah. He was just We're a dick. That. He was a dick. He made you yeah. know, he made sixth grade and seventh grade a nightmare for me and, and many others. And then, you know, he came to some shows and hey man, it's great to oh you're doing what God. you love. Really, he acted normal. Doing like, what you love. And like, oh, doing what I love you. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did this because no you kicked me in the ball on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to cut cut of the proceeds. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Uh, I think so. You're welcome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're welcome that I made your life hell yeah, for 24 months. Ugh, did that make you nervous when you knew he was going to be at your shows? You know what's interesting about that, Jesse? It's funny you say that because one time I ran into him on the golf course and I was with my dad and they happened to be the foursome behind us, Jerry O'Connor and whoever group oh. he was with. Oh, they were behind you. And Even so worse. they come up and they meet us on the tee and, they, mm. and he goes, Jim Pardo? And I said, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, this idiot. And I go, hey, man, good to see you. And, then oh. and I go, and I said, uh, how'd you do on the front nine? And he said, oh, I did a, I shot a 46. And his sick of, to this day, like he had sick of friends at, yeah. and his 40. No, no, yeah. Jerry was a 43. You did better than you think, Jerry. Oh, Everything's boy. good, Jerry. Uh, you, you, still uh, a bully. Yeah, he's still bullies. And so much so these guys are afraid to say, like, mm. t- they're telling him what right. score he got. Right. And so then I have to get up on the tee and hit my golf shot. And of course, what oh. do I do? I just, the ball goes yeah, about seven shake. feet. Yeah. Right. Just and it's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm a I'm a man. Yeah. And this guy shows yeah. up and I still like yeah, can't drive yeah. it. So did he it's shit on her. you for the seven footer? Uh I, did he, or had he lost his, his I think he basketball. lost interest by that point. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And he was probably looking at his scorecard and yelling at his uh <laughs> at his buddy. minions. His yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he can uh, 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 suck it. Uh, yeah. F- yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's a nice man now. I don't know. Who, it doesn't who matter. He, it, it's okay. You don't have to forgive him. Ray, Ray Janovic <laughs> once was, he, he um, I was in a class with some friends of his. It was the last period. And he was so sadistic. He was so good at it that he came by, the door was open. And he, he didn't look at me. He looked right past me to his friend who was sitting right next to me and just, put his, smashed his fist into his hand. He goes, and he just goes to his friend. He goes, Sweeney, after school. Oh, no. And then just walked away. And so I I did the natural thing. Luckily, we were on the first you floor. You, you so left school early? I left through the, the window. window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like everyone else went out. I was like, yes, yes. Well, yeah, why I would just, you? Uh, where are my books? Or I think I left something over here. And then the why second would you attend your own beating and right be up, right on up, time for so it? So you're saying right three o'clock the then for that? <laughs> I'll then, be there. And that was like Chief Bromden at the end of one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I was just running into the news. Because I walked home. So I understood. Yeah. Yeah, I just ran. 
<laughs> uh, it's funny you used that. I would have said Papillon. I was like Papillon running through the field. That's uh, I don't remember. I remember the the original Papillon. Th- th- remember the they Steve escape McQueen. and then they run through a field. Oh, right, so my right, version right. of that would have been. And yes. then I went through. When I ran through, I ran like Papillon through the field. Right, right. So we right. both use old references. Is my point? Yeah, yeah. I thought mine was fine. Well, but I'm not you saying wanted it, to go back. No, no. no sure. I, I wanted to tell you my version of it because I thought it, I think it's neat. We both have nice references. Did you ever run like that from a? a yes, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, yes. Oh, you mentioned that earlier. <laughs> from Jerry, and then there was a kid right. named Dean Pusateri. Who, oh, uh, guess what his nickname was? Oh, my God. Guess, guess what we Terry. called him? Uh, Terry. And yeah, he didn't care for yeah. it. No one went for the puss. Well, a missed opportunity for all those sixth graders. Now, in fairness to Dean, yeah. uh, I he was on the basketball squad, and I was not. And right. I, so I sat to the side and decided to heckle Dean right. and go, nice shot, pussy Terry. Uh, let's say 4,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards. So he's talking about you on a podcast right now. <laughs> You're his bully. No I skills. knew you were the bully. I knew you were the bully. I was the taunter. I, you know what, I, what it was? It was me trying to fit in with the guys I was with. Of it course. was really, they probably were doing it. And then I was like, oh right. yeah, I'm going to do that too. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then he didn't have any interest in kicking the shit out of them. Mm. Uh, he had an interest at three foot seven Jimmy Pardo. Oh. And so then, and this is embarrassing. So I'm walking Home from the ball game uh, with my girlfriend Lisa, who was one of the cheerleaders. You had a girlfriend. Yeah, you had uh, a yeah. cheerleader girlfriend. girlfriend. Fuck yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> what a, you were the bully. Lisa spelled L E S A. So did I really oh, okay. win? Okay. Yeah, yeah, never mind. A couple of billies. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm walking home with her, arm yeah. in arm. You know, my bodyguard, in the late '70s style. And I turn the corner, and there's Dean, and he's and he's like, "Let's do this." And I'm like, oh, "I oh boy." And so then I'm like, I try to use my my uh, brain. Sure. Hey, well, sure. Why would you bother? You know, right. you, know, yeah, yeah. you, know you can. Right. And Dean's not falling for it. And then a guy named Bill Schrag, who uh, was an eighth grader, but looked like he was 27. One of those guys. Yeah, yeah. He comes and he goes, what are you doing? You, you picking on Jim? And uh, Dean's like, no, no, Bill. He goes, yeah, it looks like you're picking on Jim. And then Dean got the shit kicked out of him by Bill. Oh, my God. And then I proudly put my arm around Lisa and walk home. And in reality... What was I proud about? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I, was a mas- a- I was emasculated. I had a, a, a bigger guy defend me. I did nothing. And you didn't then, get your ass kicked, though. Yeah. But that's but then I put my arm around her. Let's go home, honey. Like a <laughs> loser. But you had a guy who looked 28. Who was uh, Bill Schrag. Bill Schrag. And who uh, was uh, kind of a... You may, I, I mentioned the movie My Bodyguard. He kind of was like that guy to me. Uh, like he looked uh, out for me and wow. uh, he would protect me uh, if, if somebody wanted well, to beat me up. You had a charmed life. No, I did not. You I, had I, a, I most um, certainly did not. All hearing is girlfriend, protector. <laughs> yeah. While you scream at the other, they call a guy the pussy Valenti or whatever his name well, was. Pussy Terry. Pussy 4,000 times. <laughs> I would say one, one You were the one monster of Homeland or whatever town hometown. this was. Hometown. Hometown. My hometown was hometown. Oh, oh, hometown Homeland, Chicago. Homeland was a Hometown, Illinois. Bullied, Jesse? Oh, I I was bullied in fourth grade. Oh, I have to tell you what <laughs> what happened to my bully. So, um, and it was like, it was mild. I mean, she would just like kick me or trip me, you know, like every time we went out to recess. But uh, <laughs> she, her sister, her younger sister was kidnapped. Oh no, Jesus. Off of a school bus. What? Oh, that what? year, School that bus. year. Why do we bring this up on a comedy program? <laughs> well, Whoa. hold on, because I was furious because then for the rest of the year, oh, the, the school was, I mean, she was fine. Right. The, the girl was recovered. She her? was recovered. They found her. They, it was like they paid right. a ransom and they got her back. Wait, 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 wait they paid a ransom? Yes. <laughs> 
Do you know what? Yes. The, really? I don't know how much it was. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't aware. Do you think of that it was twenty five dollars? I don't think so. This was in Guatemala, by They're the way. Wait, this was a Guatemalan kidnapping. Yes, it was a Guatemalan kidnapping. Uh, but uh, it was like a. It was somewhat common. Like if 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 there okay. were diplomats, kids like might get kidnapped sometimes, right. and they would then be ransomed. But my bully was had the the sympathy of the entire school of course, sure. for the entire year, and sure. it was everyone just kept. It was like I kept having to go to these vigils, like for her before oh her sister God. got yeah. returned home, and it was. And she just got so much fucking attention for it. Was there any conversation that you had done it? Did that come up at all? Like, <laughs> oh, the girl, the, the girl, the girl that's on her knees all the time. Maybe we should look into her. <laughs> Because she got tripped. I want to be clear. School balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I you, wish I could have worked. You don't have a like ballpark. That. You have no ballpark on what it would cost to. How to, much? Yeah, the ransom. I, That's a really. Good, it's a great question. I mean, American dollars in the early '90s. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it was maybe a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. Like, how much are we? Hundred thousand dollars. It seems like a lot of money for a kid. Yes. That's high. But if your wife is still able to have more, give you, give more, make more children, save the money, save the money. Yeah, Mike's and got make it. more kids. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Call their bluff. Yeah, call their bluff. Absolutely. Because they don't want a kid. They don't want to take care of a kid. And they don't want to kill the kid either. No, because that's not, not not. Why do I know that's that? That's messy. Yeah. How, why, yeah. I, why have I made a decision on this? <laughs> <laughs> weird. What a weird Turns choice I made. You were Wait the kidnapper. I love Guatemala. <laughs> Only during the school year. <laughs> I get out of there during the summer. I come back to the states. <laughs> There's just, you know, it's easy money. I got a nice place it's down easy there. money. I got a place down there with five bedrooms. Yeah. Plenty of room. Five Four kids. nurseries. Are those you have? <laughs> easy peasy. Easy, easy. Fun. Jimmy, welcome back to Inside Conan. Good to have you. Is, is, We're, is, has the program you, changed? You're not talking about your show anymore? Start. It's all about true crime. <laughs> true bully crime. Sure. It would probably do better if it was. Where's my bully now? I don't, that is a good, that's not a bad topic. That's not a bad topic. It's not. Yeah. Look at this. Our producer <laughs> and engineer like, what? I, I wrote some, there's, I wrote I, some bullet points I, for you guys. Bullet points here. <laughs> I don't see bullying. Look at the notes, look at the notes, please. Anywhere. Oh, it's two pages and we oh, haven't wait. covered. Kidnapping. Bullet points. I thought it was bully oh, points. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, you're not uh, wrong. On this points. week's bully points. Uh, bully oh points. Oh my God, this is, <laughs> it's oh, all it's things together. coming together, guys. It's coming together. We wanted to have you on, Jimmy, because you did some remotes for Conan. Sure, right. I did. In those years yeah. when you, I mean, first of all, we should we should go back. If people haven't listened to your first interview with us, we talked a lot about you opening for Conan. Yes. For for many, many years. Yeah, I was, you I, I was warmed the warm up, up for, uh, what, warm up. Uh, uh, since uh, day one of the Tonight Show. Yes. I did the seven months over there, and then I joined uh, back up with TBS for, uh, I guess it was seven years over there. And then uh, I had to miss a couple of days because I had my own TV show on Science Channel. Uh And uh, then they got uh, Gary Cannon to come in and throw T-shirts at people and apparently (laughs) thought that was more appealing. (laughs) Hey, the audience has changed. Let's give them candy. Uh (laughs) What about Pardo? He's pretty funny. I'd rather Mm -hmm. just have the guy do a dance contest, boss. Yeah. I like hearing the song, I Like Big Butts, every day. Yeah, in... 2018. Yes, it was 2018. Well, mm-hmm. well that is Every, what happened. comes around again. Uh, he's a nice man, Gary Kennedy. I'm, I'm making fun of him really just for this Well, you bit. shouldn't have done yeah. your own show for three days. That was the mean? mistake was me getting hired yeah. to host my own program. <laughs> you're, on, you're on TV. Yeah. You shouldn't have had ambition. I right. think O'Brien goes like, uh-oh, he's yeah, stepping yeah. out. He's going to get his own mm-hmm. show. Cut him loose. Yeah. Bring no, in the he hack. doesn't. he doesn't respond well to... People? People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... But you did, I mean, during yes. those years that you were warming. <laughs> you 
you could help too. <laughs> Who, me? No, yeah. I like, you like seeing the. He the, just likes the, laughing. The, 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 I, I, love, I do enjoy laughing very much. You're guilty as charged. I enjoy a good laugh as much as anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all uh, true. And you, you, um, uniquely, that's the only show you did one. <laughs> is this. Hang on, hang on. This is the help you were looking for. <laughs> And you, uh, aha, yeah. Mm. So you warmed up. We yeah. were just so what she said. Then? Repeat what you said. Oh man! Oh man! Oh, no, you warmed fantastic. up. You did actual comedy before the show, yeah, which yes. was nice. Yes, very fun. I did. It's a that's a choice that some people like to make. Uh, to do comedy as to opposed do, yeah. to parlor games? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I did, but you know what? We've talked about it before. The, yeah. the, the audiences had, had, were changing for for Conan. Uh, they right. were no longer the sycophantic Team Coco folks. They were more the tourists that were in town and yeah. vacationing. And at, available at during Brothers. the day. At Warner yeah. Brothers. And it was like, oh, we didn't get tickets for this, this, right. this. Let's see this. And uh, it, look, it was the right call. I, I'm not, I, I say all this with humor. It was, it was, it yeah, was no, t- I, know. I was grateful to get my own show. It was time for me to move on. And, uh, you know, uh, here we are today talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Gary can't answer your wife. Well, you were, you were a big part of, all I'm trying to say, so yes. you were a big part of the show for a long time. Yes. Yeah, and you were a personality that people wanted. Writers, I know, wanted to write you into things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and some of those things, I, I know you did a very funny remote where you went to a an autograph convention. Yes. Do you remember how that came about? Was sure. It was, uh, you know, my father-in-law uh, is Walter Koenig, who is yes. Chekhov on the original Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And so he does those conventions on a regular basis. And, you know, you show up and he's got a line of 300 people waiting to meet him. And I, admittedly, my ego is like— And they make a lot of cash at those things, I, They make too. a couple yeah. of bucks. And, uh, but my ego was like, boy, that'd be cool to do. Yeah. And I was like, what if my son ever gets taken off a bus? I better have to be prepared <laughs> exactly. with some dough. Exactly. So I, I, I was in my head like, you know, uh, but you're, but nobody knows who you are, dude. You can't, you can't, because you, you can rent one of those tables for like a hundred dollars. Oh yeah. And then sell your autograph eight by tens or whatever. And they're like, yeah, but no, nobody knows you. You're going to lose $100. <laughs> and, and I was like, but part of me was like, yeah, but wouldn't it be fun? And so I was just talking about it with Todd Levin about how- One of the writers. One of the writers. And how funny it would be like if, if we just set up a table- and had Jimmy Pardo there, uh-huh. and then we were like, "Yeah, but what's what's the conceit? Why is it? Why is it, it can't just be comedian Jimmy Pardo?" And then we came up with the idea that I was a cast member of Baywatch uh-huh. uh, called Metal <laughs> Detector Mike, uh, who doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. And so we made you know the great prop department at Conan made the you know the banner Metal Detector Mike with the thing. And we made the headshots of me holding my metal detector and the and, and photoshopped you they, into production right, stills. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. really realistic looking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe too realistic looking yeah. actually. <laughs> and so then uh, that was the premise, and we pitched it, and, and and Mike thought it was a great idea, and so we went there and. They told us to get there at some ungodly early hour, even though oh, the thing no. didn't open oh. at like noon. Like, oh. like all the traffic, like it gets, like the traffic of the people coming to get autographs would come in there around noon. But they told us to get there like at nine. Yeah. So the dummies were professionals. Right. We get there at nine, right. and so from nine to like uh. noon, there's four people mingling around, uh. and this yeah. looks like a bust. Like, like right. what a what a swing and a miss with this idea right. for a remote. Yeah, and I'm embarrassed. Yes. And I'm, you know, but I'm on, uh, and I'm on Mike talking to Todd, going, "This, you know, this used to be me and my buddies just going with a camera down to Hollywood and Highland. This right. is embarrassing. We got, yeah, a, yeah. we got a crew, we got releases. <laughs> this is awful. You know, now I have to apologize to them all individually. I know, it was yeah. horrible. Like all I'm thinking about is like, I'm going to get in the van and go, uh-huh. listen, uh, Jason, I'm real sorry I brought everybody out here. And hey, camera guys, I'm sorry I ruined your Saturday. Uh, um, and oh, then it was on a Saturday, it was on a Saturday too. Oh no. 
Sure. <laughs> and then at noon, boom, it places, it's jammed with people. And uh, everybody, uh, there's, you know, I, I, my table was next to, I was in between Mickey, I'm, I'm sorry, Davy Jones, of, formerly uh-huh. of the Monkees, he's passed yeah. away. Uh, Davy Jones was on my left, on my right. And uh, 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 Martin Landau uh, right. was on my left. Mickey so, Dolenz. Uh, uh, Davy was the only monkey on site. Okay. So it's Martin Landau, <laughs> me, Davy Jones. Martin Landau. Martin Landau, yeah. like this amazing actor. He's a big star. Yes. Uh, and they both had plenty of room for their lines in front of my lack of lines. <laughs> so people would come up to me, my table, and they would go, oh, man, oh, yeah, man. yeah, of course. That was yeah, a yeah, of course. Yeah. Which made me feel awful. Yeah. Oh, right, right, like, right. So the whole premise is I'm this— Because like, now you're a prankster. Now you're prankster. I'm a prankster. Yeah, yeah, you're a prankster. Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't the premise. The premise right. was— to, I, oh. I, I don't even know what the premise was, well, but I was I was supposed to be the butt of the joke, and yes. it turned right. out they were— and it wasn't working. Like it just, mm. so we had to find our way to, you know, luckily Todd Levin beautifully edited it and found yes. the funny. It's really funny. It um, is really funny. But it, but sitting there, it's like, I'm just, I'm just lying to these people. <laughs> right. And right, one right. guy is like, oh man, I remember your episode when blah, blah, blah. It was oh, so funny. Oh. I'm like, oh, thanks man. I really yeah. appreciate that. It's real nice. <laughs> and then he pays $25 for an autograph. Oh. And then I'd be like, oh man. And then it's like, I got to chase this guy down and give him his money back. Like <laughs> all of it. One woman, this is true. One woman, I, I had to, her husband came up to me and said, uh, she's in tears because she really thought you were on that show. Oh. And I had to go and console oh. her. Wait, and, and, oh, this, oh my God. Yeah, it she was, was cr- she was crying because she, she was so embarrassed <gasps> that she bought uh, my headshot. And, and then it turned out like she's- <laughs> And then did she Google it afterward or how, I don't, how did she find out you weren't? I, I truly don't oh. know. And then uh, it turned out she she recognized me from television. Yeah, and just yeah. didn't put. She just thought it was that. Yeah, I'm there as middle director. There's Mike. plenty that, of people where it's yeah. like I don't know she where I know crying, them from. She but was, she wasn't crying because she was at a Baywatch convention. It was not a Baywatch convention. <laughs> okay, it was, it was all graphic. celebrities. Oh, okay, all celebrities. Oh, I thought it was just Baywatch. No, why would why would Davy Jones and Martin Landau be there? <laughs> I, I thought maybe I never watched Baywatch. <laughs> I thought the monkeys did tons no, of stuff on the beach. There would be so many people there. Oh, Martin who Landau, could, right? He wouldn't technically be. In he's not doing. But I don't know. He's not doing Baywatch. He might have wanted to do Baywatch. Okay. Walter I Koenig thought, was never on Baywatch. Walter Koenig didn't do it. <laughs> I bet you Davy Jones may have He may have appeared like as a DJ on, or something. Yes, oh, yeah, that could happen. My running joke with Davy Jones was um, Davy and I are about the same height. We're not very tall. And uh, so Davy would be about 10 feet from me, but the the the, 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 it, the sound would echo in the room because there were so many people talking. So I would just, I was starting a fight with him that he wasn't aware was happening. And I just kept on pretending to the camera that uh, Davy Jones and I have had this long running feud. <laughs> I go, you know, Davy Jones and I don't get along. <laughs> Isn't that right, Jones? How you? He's a former monkey. And he would look over and he'd go, "What?" I go, "Yeah, you keep that up." He had no idea ever what I was saying to him. Yeah. And uh, so it looked like there was a legit fight, and that was really, honestly, the funniest part of the remote was this yeah. fake mm-hmm. fight. So what? Uh, and then what happens the day before we're going to show it? Uh, Davy Jones dies. Oh. oh. No. So we have to edit that part out of it because uh, he did it just to spite you. Despite me, oh this funny just bit. to win the fight. He won. He wins. He wins. <laughs> that is everything. the ultimate win. The stress of just the stress of our fake arguing with you somehow. <laughs> it uh, it got to him too. Oh. It was something. I remember Todd texted me. He goes, "You see the news? Because we were going to air it that night. You know, you know how you would we'd yes. run the remote the night before yeah. to kind of see where the laughs and were. The right. laughs, yeah. And so we ran it and. Uh, it it got laughs, and then the next day was. Did you see the news, <gasps> Davy Jones? I'm oh, like, like oh. it was. He was dying during the yeah. screening. We basically. probably got out of yeah. the screening. Yeah. 
but it was a fun, it ended up being a fun remote. Once, yeah. once, other than the prank side of it and maybe me having right. a knot in my stomach, the, <laughs> the, the rest, having to apologize, you can't apologize to everyone. having to console somebody <laughs> wow all of it uh, killing well, Davy oh, Jones I love the woman yeah. there's a woman that tells you that she that you remind her of Frank Sinatra that is uh, that I love woman, that woman uh, that's great that woman was wonderful uh, yeah. so this old woman who had apparently spent some time with Frank intimately yeah, yeah. Uh, as well as Milton right. Berle right and she compared me she's like you've got the swagger <laughs> and the stage presence and the charisma of Frank Sinatra and I was like, well, okay, am, am I now being pranked? Is, yes. is the joke right, finally right, on me? Right, right, right. And she truly, like, even stuff that was edited out, she was yeah. like, really, like, over the moon. She's like, you've yeah. got it, baby. Yeah, like oh this old school God. Hollywood woman. You go, right. honey, you got it. Wow. You got it with that raspy right. Hollywood old right, voice. Right, you right. could have fucked that woman. I, yeah. I, I, oh, well, I assume that should, was also cut. I should tell you that <laughs> she <yeah>. died. <laughs> yeah, I gave her gonorrhea. Right before Davy Jones. Yeah. I, I said, first of all, we got to cut all that with that yes, woman. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a married man, yeah, coming uh, but I got to have sex with somebody that had sex with Sinatra. Yeah. I have to do oh, that. That's, yes. Yeah. I think Danielle and I, if a wife would understand would that. understand that. Honey, yeah. but Sinatra. Now it's like you're having sex with Frank Sinatra. Right? right? Yeah. You're it's banging like me up. and Mia Farrow. Because you've had sex with Woody Allen. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I have. Outside. Uh... Who hasn't? Here's a fun side story. Yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, there was a thing that was on the market for a while, and I don't to this day understand why. It was a uh, a uh, it was a published book of celebrity phone numbers, um, oh. and for and, and that addresses. Seems illegal, right? It was real, yeah. and it was real, and it had all their addresses in it, so you could send Where away was this book? at the bookstore, okay. <laughs> and you could um, uh, you know mail away to get autographs of people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was also phone calls and uh, or phone numbers. Yeah. Uh, I would on a weekly basis call Woody Allen, and he would answer what, and I would hang up. <gasps> Because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know, right? I, I can't really I know. that was his actual phone number. Yeah. And it may and it still be his business manager. What? No, it was it was his house. And it would and it was him. He'd go and he would answer. How did you know it was Woody? He would say, Hello, Woody Allen residence. You would you would you, he's got a unique <laughs> voice. Uh, yeah, true. And so it would be like, and I would be panic, hang up, panic, hang up. And then I would go, I'll call him next week. And it was always me trying to, I, I would try to get the, the urge to have a conversation. Right. But I'm 14. No. I don't I don't know what I'm going to talk to Woody Allen about yeah. other than, I thought you were, I thought bananas was funny. Yeah. So. That would have uh, been better than hanging up. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing beats hanging up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you, who else did you, this book doesn't exist. This is crazy. It, I it's ha- a dream sequence from when you were. No, it's really, and then I, okay. Uh, Cause I would write people as well. And, uh, uh, Dick Van Dyke wrote me back a real nice letter oh, and, wow. uh, and an autograph. Mary Tyler Moore, the same. Uh, Bob Newhart. Uh, the one that came back, uh, it was returned to sender, mm. uh, was, um, I will never remember the wording, but it was very harsh about how she didn't even want this letter on the property. <gasps> and that was Barbara Streisand. Really? She, yeah, that came back. She well, didn't, what did you write to her? She didn't even get that far. Oh. Like, it was just the envelope, <laughs> like, uh, addressee unknown, don't... Uh, <gasps> Address her unknown. Oh, yeah. Well, she might have. Yeah, I mean, she was. She was right. You must have written nice yeah. letters though, if all those people responded. Yeah. I think when you're a kid and you write, you know, I'm a 14 year old boy yeah, or whatever, yeah. and I love right. the Mary Tyler Moore show, and then blah blah blah, and you go into some detail, and uh, they don't want to kill and your also, dream. It also was a different time, mm-hmm. you know, where we didn't see celebrities as much, and I think that they didn't get as much fan mail as mm-hmm. they, they might today right. or on social media. So. Um, it was only people who bought this book. Yeah, this dummy. Yeah. Uh, not dummy. I, mean, I guess I was the smart person, but whoever was the dummy that published it, they had to get sued, right? Yeah, that doesn't... I Yeah. Jack Nicholas, right. the golfer, I wrote him. 
He sent me back a- <laughs> He wrote back? Yeah, yeah, yeah a headshot. just a headshot. Yeah, nothing uh, fancy with Jack, Lee Trevino. I, I sent to a lot of golfers and a lot of comedic uh, sitcom stars and Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah, wait. I know, right? <laughs> a little incongruous, but uh, it's a little incongruous. Yeah. Anyway, that was my. But that, you called. I you called, only Woody called Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah, and then I gave the number to a, a DJ in Chicago who called him on a regular basis and, uh, and tried and to have a conversation. To tried to. Yeah. And yeah. Woody would be like, "Oh, Mr. Allen's not here." And it's clearly him. Hang uh, up. So. <laughs> And he never changed his phone. He does, I don't I think, think he, he liked it. Yeah, he I'm must guessing have loved he, it. he liked getting those calls. Yeah. One time I didn't hang up and I just heard the clarinet for 45 minutes. Ah, <laughs> that Monday night. <laughs> it's Monday night. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, so you've probably interacted with so many celebrities at this point. Yes. But I, when I went back and rewatched some Pardo Patrols, yes. which was another bit that you did for Conan. Yes. For the Conan show, mm-hmm. um, which was basically you interviewed um, celebrities before the show in the uh, green room. Or after or during. Or, after, yeah. During. Oh, it was after. Well, okay. It, it all depended on when they had the availability. Yes. The premise was uh, that I pitched was, let me do, uh, I will barge, quote unquote, barge into their dressing room. And uh, and do a post interview interview, yeah, to see how it went, and then it ended up with me being uh, I would just do um, either a word association or I would lead the the uh, where I'm I would be insulting them, uh-huh. and they would somehow take it, and they all would, 
And then they would say one sort of sort of kind of mean thing back to me, right. and I would storm out because <laughs> I was right. furious. Right. Right. How yeah. dare you? I can't take. And, um, <laughs> you were too thin skinned. Um, and it was uh, they're really fun. A joy. They're re- yeah, Thank you. I it mean, was some of those people are. It's unbelievable to uh, think like, oh, you're there and you're improvising with Martin, Martin Short. Short and Tom Hanks. Are you and, kidding? Yeah. The well, Tom Martin. Hanks one, if I may, my only, yeah, only yeah. No, Tom Hanks. I want to talk about both. of The them. greatest thing about the Tom Hanks was you know uh, Aaron. Uh, 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 Blart was the guy uh, that was kind of my co- you know connection at the right. Team Coco Digital Blair. at the yeah. time, Blart. Uh-huh. Um, and so we're like, I would say, hey, who's on the show this week? You know, right. send requests to, and we we would never go to the Tom Hanks's because we're right. like, well, they're not going right. to say yes. Yeah. Right. So we'd go to the, you know, the, either my friends like a John Hamm or somebody, or right. um, or we take a swing with Martin Short and maybe he'll want to have fun and do it. Right. And so we don't ask Tom Hanks. And Tom's doing the show that day. I'm out doing the warm up, and I look over to the side, and there's Aaron. I'm like, what's Aaron standing there for? He doesn't stand there. What's going on? Right. And I'm like, what are you doing over there? And he's like, I, I got to talk to you when you're done. I'm like, oh, geez, what's going on? Like, yeah. is, is he the guy sent to fire me? I mean, that seems like a, <laughs> like a weird choice, but all right. So I walk off, and he goes, uh, Tom Hanks wants to do a part of patrol. I go, wait, what? what? And he said, yeah. He's, he, out, he's begging to do it. He's, 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 <laughs> he said, uh, he goes. I, he goes. Hey, I want to do one of those interviews with that uh, that guy that barges in. Oh, I'm like, are you are you effing me? What the? Yeah. So he had seen the, he had, he seen, had them. seen him. That's so cool. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And so then I go in, and he goes like, Hey, I'm Tom, and uh, we had met once before, very very briefly, and and I said, Hey, Jimmy, and uh, he goes, uh, I go, you know, the premise is that I'll insult you. He goes, I get it. You got it. You don't. Yeah, have to, yeah. You don't have to tell me. I get it. <laughs> wow. And then I do it, and that's amazing. I, I'm improvising with my uh, hero. You know what I mean? Like one yeah. of my heroes. Nice. Yeah. And because he wanted yeah. to. I mean, are you, right? Well, it's yeah. amazing. I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, they're they were good. They're good friends already." I just because it's so yeah, right? I know. Great, and I was like, "Oh, you they in, already immediately have, have chemistry." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, I bring that with me. I'm very talented, and I'm able <laughs> to make that happen with folks. Um, and so that was that one was the dream, and the Martin Short one was was a dream. Are you yeah. kidding me? So like, funny. I'm, I mean, and so you would, you did not know him prior to that. I did not know Martin prior to that, other than watching him too. on SCTV, right, 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 and yeah. sec, uh, Saturday Night yeah. Live and movies, and just you know, again, one of my heroes, idolizing, yeah, and idolizing, truly <laughs> idolizing, <laughs> yeah. But I would be, sca- I mean, he's a, he's intimidating. I know, I know, because he's so. But quick. maybe, maybe not. You weren't. You didn't think there was something about interesting that. about when I would walk into that room uh-huh. where I would kind of just go, "This is your thing, right?" They they, they know what they're doing, and this mm-hmm. is your thing, and yeah, just yeah. have the confidence. And yeah, yeah. And I I remember just walking in, and he was already he was doing a bit where he was praying to the right. comedy gods right. for a it's joke hilarious. or something, and right. and then oh, yeah. it went from there. And yeah, um, you know, we would do it for about maybe eight to ten minutes, and then it would get whittled down to like right, two minutes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So like, there's even funnier stuff. Like, uh. That's Ugh. left on the floor is, right. is the way But also, that, but they had patience to do that for ten minutes. I, I mean, know. that's not yes. nothing. Yeah. Like right. it, it is tough to get celebrities of that caliber to sit still for that long. One hundred percent. And it's uh, it was funny. There was a few. Uh, I'm told uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Is that, I get that. Is that that's her name? Yeah. yeah. We asked her, and her people were very against it. Mm-hmm. And then. I know, I'm sure she'd want to do it. She yeah. did want to do it. Yeah. I know I know a, fr- a friend is a friend mm-hmm. of hers. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, oh, she didn't. She wonder why you didn't ask her. I go, we oh. asked her. Uh, her oh, people said no. That's a classic thing. I bet they don't yeah. like 
there are probably people that that are a little off the cuff or unpredictable, and they and then publicists have oh, to protect yeah. them in a way. Yeah, exactly. Like we're worried about yeah. what they're going to say. And and who was the young lady? I, I forget her name. Uh, she was in the Easy E. She's had bigger La La Land. Where, oh where's yeah, that girl? yeah. Um, oh uh, my god. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. So Emma Stone showed up, and we were not going to do one. And yeah. she just walked past me, and she said hello. And for to this second, I don't understand. I said, "Hey, I do these post show interviews where yeah, I kind of yeah, interview like yeah. uh, like you just got done doing a sports thing." Yeah, I'm in. Wow. What? And so, like I, again, I don't know what made me ask her because she had a friendly. <laughs> she I she see did. She, she has a very friendly yeah. open yeah. vibe. So and she was great because she uh, when it was time she turned the corner. She had a towel around her neck and uh-huh. just played the role of like an athlete getting off uh-huh. the stage, uh-huh. and, and it was great. really funny. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think she's a big comedy fan. Too. I think so because mm-hmm. I I know I think she. Always like Conan and just kind of talked about comedy a lot. Right. So I could see why she would be excited to do that. With yeah, it That's was so it was nice fun. to get to do that too, where you yeah. don't feel like you're uh, like having to force somebody to show up for something and twist their arm to right. do it. And I, I like that Tom Hanks is twisting their arm to do it. It's like okay, okay, I'll okay, do it. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Girl, just right, give Tom. me a minute. All right, Gump. Can't you guarantee it'll air. <laughs> it was yeah. It was uh, again a dream. I, I, yeah. enjoy, I enjoyed doing those all of those, funny. and some of them were with friends. You know, uh, you know, Rob Corddry or Cheryl Hines sure. or mm-hmm. Doctor sure. Ken Jung, and those right. were, those were like, uh, or just, uh, you know, yeah. Fred Armisen, right? Uh, uh, and just. Uh, what do you want to do? I don't know, Fred. Right. I said, Fred, Fred, why don't you right. just wander around the parking lot and I have to wrangle you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then so we do that for five yeah. minutes. So I'm trying to get Fred Armors. Fred, That's Fred, right. come on. You got to do an interview. <laughs> I'm not doing it, Jimmy. There come right. on, Fred. <laughs> and so just, just stupidity. Well, that, are, are they, you know what? Are those on YouTube? Can we get Yeah. They good. Are. I, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. And I, I watched them on the Conan. And I also at teamcoco.com slash World Control. That's where I watched it. Yeah. Great. And the... The Martin Short ones, so, they're yeah. both hilarious. I'm probably, I'm pro- it's, uh, I, I was grateful that I was given the opportunity to do those on the show. Yeah. And uh, it just, you know, it's that and the remotes and it just was great mm-hmm. to be appreciated mm-hmm. for more than just, yes. Uh, he's the guy that opens the show and right, then we right, don't right, talk right, to him. Right, right. It was nice that Conan and you oh, Conan and the and other people like, were like, hey, Pyro's got more to offer than yeah, just that. You're yeah. such a natural for it. that yeah. stuff because, yeah. yeah, you're such a good improviser and you do put people at ease. You're obviously, you've been interviewing forever on your podcast. Mm. So, yeah, that that made total and, sense to me. And Conan produced the, sh- the show you were do- working on. Not that one, no. That was, oh, okay. uh, Conan produced one that I did for TBS. Uh, the one that I left to do a couple of days on was uh, uh, on Science Channel called Race to Escape. It was okay. a, oh. a competitive escape room show. Uh, oh, my God. That was more about the human brain than it was the actual, can they get out of the room? It was more like, what are they thinking? And it was a, uh, that was that was also a show I was really proud of. Uh, yeah. I was just a hired hand. I was just yeah, a host. Yeah, yeah. But it was something uh, that families got, it ended up being a big family show because they got to watch like the human dynamic uh, of uh-huh. people working together to solve a problem. Oh, that's cool. It yeah. was really cool. It's called Race to Escape. And those I think are available on Amazon or something. Oh. Really, really great show. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That, uh, I mean, escape rooms are still around. I mean, that, and that must have been like at the height of it was, them. It was yeah. before. Oh, before. Right. Yeah, which may have been the, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just a little too, too like soon. New York and LA. Yes. Coastal, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little blue. It was a little too blue. A little, yeah, yeah. A smurfy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that means. The coastal elites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did want to ask you, because we haven't talked to you since the show ended. Mm-hmm. The Conan show, to be clear. Um, and on TBS. On TBS, yes. That iteration of, of Conan. I'm sure he will be reborn like a phoenix from the ashes. Mm-hmm. As he always is. Seems to be doing fine podcasting. He's doing yeah. fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not, we don't feel bad for him. Uh, but 
you you came back to Largo. Yes. Um, for those, because we were able to do eight shows. He was doing his show at Largo yes. during during the pandemic and without an audience. And then right. all of a sudden, they started to relax rules. It a was like bit. right in the sweet spot where people were vaccinated. Right. And Gavin Newsom had said, we're allowed to now have events inside. Right. And we, so and Conan, yeah, masked events. Mm-hmm. And so Conan got to do eight shows in front of an audience. His final eight shows. His final, final eight, eight shows. shows. Again, the Which timing on that was amazing. It was, it was amazing. amazing. Yeah, because it, it would have been sad to go out in front of no audience. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before that, it was, that, it was just Conan with the crew, a, a right. skeleton crew. I mean, hardly that, anybody was there. That would be a good practice for his last podcast, episode, <laughs> which will have to come eventually. Eventually, we'll That's have true. to. It's going to have to. Right? Yes, a spring. He'll do it in front of an audience. So yes. you were called. I was. Were like, and Conan was like, oh, if I want to end this, I want to end it. It he was, was like, Mr. I'm sorry Pardo. for what went down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry that we had to do a dance contest for a couple of years, but let's get back to business. Um, no dancing during the pandemic. And that's why. That was yes. one of the, it was Footloose. Exactly. The pandemic exactly. was very much like Footloose. Uh, yeah, I got the call. It was actually that day, the, the day of the first show uh, the, uh, of the eight. Well, I think and the I, I think the rules were lifted like that morning that or something. Morning. It yeah, was yeah. like that, yeah. I believe. And it was... Um, uh, I remember I got a I got a text from Steve Hollander saying Jeff Ross is about to He's call you stage manager, stage manager Steve right and oh then, I like that he he probably precedes every Jeff Ross call uh, <laughs> I think Steve wanted me to be aware like stand by you should answer it hey you probably want to answer it's this it's not a butt dial right do you have a phone um, and uh, don't pull a Woody Allen there was it yeah don't hang up on me answer the phone uh, and it was just Jeff in that usual Jeff Ross way of uh, it, uh, it's not a question it's like uh, so three o'clock I'll be here to warm up okay oh wait today today who, who is this uh, yeah. yeah I'm Jeff Ryan Jeff Ross <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I, I said uh, three o'clock and I go that seems early no oh, let's get you early all right so I got there at three and sat around for three hours okay uh, which is like really I, I could have <laughs> could have relaxed a bit more than this uh, but it was great to, you know, it's like I, the Baywatch remote all over. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be punked all oh, over again. Man, oh, man. Uh, but it was great to come back and see everybody. And I, and I had been back as a guest mm-hmm. on right. the show. So it wasn't like I was completely gone. I had, I had done, you know, uh, guests as a, a panelist uh, like three or four more right. times after yeah. I had left the show. Um, but to go back and be part of the team and to, and to kind of, while I wasn't with Conan in New York, I, again, I started day one at the Tonight Show. Yeah. And so to, be able to then bookend it and be part of the last shows right. mm-hmm. um, and kind of go out in the way that it started. And I think Conan kind of had the same thought, like mm-hmm. let's end this the right, the, yes. the way we started it, let's end it that way with right. the same team. Right. And um, it felt great. And it was just great to go out there in front of that Largo audience, which again was because of the pandemic was a smaller audience, but they were the, again, the rabid oh, Conan fans. People band. were so right. excited yes. too, because we hadn't done anything right. for two years. So it was like, Everyone was just yeah frothing at the mouth and and to that point and and they it, what was the difference between walking out of Tonight Show on day one and walking out for these final eight was I, I'd had ten years on the air of Conan at this point yeah uh, you know sporadically but then I walk out and it's like oh Shimmy Pardo yeah yeah and so the audience even they were even like oh yeah. should it too right, right, yeah right. and so you know people were tweeting just <laughs> Shimmy Pardo and yeah. yeah it was uh, <laughs> so it had Pardo's that energy now. it had like an event energy and it was really um, mm-hmm. those eight shows were great and it was. Um, 
it was great to do it in that in that small venue as opposed to the big studio. So it was more intimate and it felt more right. uh, communicating more than broadcasting. There weren't mm. yes, there yeah. weren't all cameras yeah. everywhere. It was a real right. an actual theater. Also, yeah. I was curious. You probably had a ton of experience performing at Largo. I had performed at Largo. So you're quite very, yeah. It must have been just like, oh, you're coming to my home now yeah. to do yeah, this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I Flanagan, the guy that owns the place, right. I've known You've for years. Known for years. And, um, and so you know, free to walk out. Hey, Jimmy P. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so that's nice. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was great. really great, and and it was, you know, I, I was honored to be hired for the job to begin with back at the Tonight Show, and I was honored to, uh, to be thought of enough that they, you know, let's again let's end this the way it started and have Pardo come back from the final eight. It yeah, was, I'm sure, like fun. you said, it was Conan. He he was probably thinking, well, I get to decide this, and yeah. this is my and this is what I want. Um, you know, that didn't mean that every night I didn't walk off stage going, well, I'm not probably not going to do the last seven. Should I rent a t-shirt cannon just yeah. in case? Oh, I have it on standby. <laughs> Who wants a t-shirt? <laughs> That's me shooting a t-shirt gun. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I would just tell jokes. That seemed to work for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it usually does. Yeah. I do like though that that I mean also, you're not you're not gonna be the person that has a t-shirt cannon. Like, uh, you, and, you just I, can't be that. person. I can't be that person. And uh, you know, luckily the the crew on this show knew that. Yeah. And so when it was time to make that adjustment in between my time as doing the warm up, uh, it's just they knew I was. You know, mm-hmm. he's not gonna do that stuff. Yeah. And uh, they were right. Because I would, I could. Well, no, I, no I, one I would even ask you. I mean, no, I, it, yeah, that's. I, I wouldn't even know how to. Right. That's yeah. the other thing. It's like yeah. you, you don't I, have a license. Yeah, no. I, I certainly don't have a license. I don't have time to get it. <laughs> um, Terrible trick. I'm busy going to CVS to buy candy for the for the audience. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. Uh, but again, I, I'm, I'm repeating myself. It was yeah, just, yeah, It was great to be back. Those. Uh, those eight shows and just to go out and, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. just, and, and, you know, the five of those last shows were great too. Cause you know, especially the last one we're all, you know, we were all able to a see each other again mm-hmm. after being in lockdown oh, yeah. and just, you know, the, the, all of it just ending and just coming uh, hugging. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was glad that I was able to be part because it would have been weird to have been such a big part of, again, day one of the tonight show through the tonight show fiasco, right. Right. all the buildup of TBS. And then for that final show to be happening at Largo and then not to have been a part of that would have been yeah. maybe like a little lonely at home going, yeah. mm-hmm. I kind of should be there, but I'm not yeah. just going to show up. Right. So yeah. to have been invited and to be yes. part of it and quite frankly be paid a couple of bucks yeah. uh, seemed to work out well for everybody. Yeah, no, it was that was a very yeah. special part of it. It was. It felt so no. cathartic and it was yes. like this release. I would, I mean... I just remember everybody crying basically yeah. in the courtyard after that last show. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a needed a, a good cry. Great night. Yeah. I think yeah. I then ran to my car so nobody saw me break down. I think that's <laughs> how I handled that. Do you cry in the car? I I like to cry in the often car. or do I do so it sometimes? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, of course. This is a thing. Of- well, not oh. you. You're a robot that has right. no emotion, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But we would. I didn't ask you. I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just want to learn. I'm trying to learn. Have you the- ever heard the song? Uh, it's it's uh, called "The Walk" by Sawyer Brown. It's a country song, and it's uh, the premise no. uh, is that uh, he's he's walking his young boy uh, to school, and and that's sad. Then he's mm-hmm. walking his boy to get married, and that's sad. Mm-hmm. Then the roles reverse, and he's got to walk his dad to an old age home, oh, and then geez. his son has to walk him to uh, the old age oh home. Oh my God! All Whoa. in one song. And if you're not, there's no at the, the end of that. Yeah, it is 
Ugh. Awful. And then there's another one by uh, uh, Trace Atkins called, and I'm not a big country music fan, mm. but it's called uh, You're Gonna Miss This, where it's about having a baby yeah. and going, uh, oh, this he's two years old. This is a right. nightmare. And a parent going, oh. you're going to miss this. Yeah. Right, and right. then, oh he's, oh, he's a teenager getting <laughs> on my nerves. You're going to miss this. Right. And if you're not sobbing at the end of that song, <laughs> right. there's something wrong. Do you so, know Blind Man in the Bleachers? I don't. Oh, that's who's a great by, one. Who's it by? Mm. Oh, sorry. What were you no, going to say, no. Jesse? I interrupted you. No, no, please. I want to hear Teddy about this Bear. one. Do you know Teddy Bear? By Elvis Presley? No, no. Teddy Bear by... Um, uh, Red Sovine, who died in a van accident. I don't know that. I know the one about the baby shoes. Oh, yeah. Never one. worn. I I actually, I, I know Teddy Bear by heart. Oh. Because I worked at a Park Ridge post office that played. That played it? it? it was it, They played country music, and it was <laughs> a big hit that summer. Yeah. By Red Sovine. I'm going to look it up. Red Sovine. I will look it he up. He also did Big Joe and Phantom 309. I, you know what? I, I I don't. Again, I'm not a big country guy, so I don't. I only, only know. Only when you want to cry. I was on the yeah. outskirts of a little southern town. Trying to reach my destination before the sun went down. The old uh, <laughs> CB was blaring away on Channel 19 when there came a little boy's voice on the radio line. And he said, Breaker 19, is anyone there? Come on back, truckers, and talk to Teddy Bear. <gasps> well, I came back and I told him to fire up that mic and that I'd talk with him as long as he'd like. Appreciate the break. Who we got on that end? I gave him my handle and then he began. Now, I know I'm not supposed to bother your truckers out there. Mom says you're busy and for me to stay off the air. But you see, I get lonely sometimes and it helps to talk because that's about all I can do. I'm crippled and I can't walk. Oh, jeez. Well, I came back and told him to fire up that mic and I'd, I'd talk with him as long as he'd like. This used to be my dad's radio, the little boy said, but I guess it's mom's and mine now since my dad is dead. Dad had a wreck about a month ago. He was trying to get home in a blinding snow. Mom has to work now to make ends meet. And I'm not much help with my two crippled feet. (laughs) Stop. Hi, Mike Sweeney here. I'm sorry. I had to interrupt. I I, I got carried away. I started doing Teddy Bear, which is a song I memorized many years ago. And I did the entire song. And, um, you did, I can vouch. Right? Yeah. And you and Jimmy Pardo were just, I think, stunned. Stunned silent. And you not know, stunned in a good way. I know good I'd stunned. Like see, it was... Uh, I, I don't think it was good or bad. I don't... Well, I think I, I lost I think any ability to feel. You lost ability to feel. Pardo but said he felt like he'd been held hostage for seven or eight minutes. It's a really long CB song. And um, I... I I think we're cutting it down by giving this explanation. But I still want to put it up in its entirety somewhere. Okay, sure. Fine. We should. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen real soon. So here's the end. I, I sped it up at the end, I think. So this is the end of Teddy Bear. But by the way, verbatim, right? Our producer, yes, I still, I still You get credit for that. I want some school yeah. credit. It's about time for Teddy Bear to back on. All right, so we return you now to the end of Teddy Bear. And yes, you're welcome. You've been spared five, maybe six minutes of recitation. I'll sure be happy to come back to you. I'll sign off now before I start to cry. May God ride with you, 10-4, and goodbye. Ah, it's over. Sorry. Uh, and let's cut it. <laughs> I at once enjoyed that and also felt held house. I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, it was, that's amazing. It, I, I was upset and then I was enjoying it and then I was upset again. Yeah, and then right. I really, and then I thought it was hilarious. 
And then I felt moved. You went through a lot of different. I rode yes. the whole roller coaster. Well, this of sounds like an invitation for Big Joe and Phantom Three Hundred Nine. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was out on that. Out on the no, wish coast. No, I was okay, down on my gonna, back. We have to I don't, be, I don't know. To, to, I'm joking. I'm because I know that you'll commit to this, I, and I, yeah. I, I don't know it. And that is it. both commendable and. But that's the way. But it read so bad. And did. you did that when you were an open micer's comedian. That would be your set. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would, you, you would, uh, how you doing out there? Like, what's this guy doing? Talk about your genitals like the other comics. It is kind of, I, yeah. He used to warm up the crowd with it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we we While got shooting t-shirts. We got to get part of it. Uh, He's making them cry, boss. That's who was doing it at Largo. And that's when Jeff called you. Uh-oh. That's why Gavin Newsom wouldn't allow people <laughs> to gather. It's because I was out there doing teddy bear. We gotta li- we gotta lift this lockdown. We can't have this guy keep doing it. Uh, uh, man. Oh, fun. oh boy. Uh, Jimmy, what do you have going on now? I mean, other than it your sounds podcast, like you're very interested. I am. Jimmy, I Jimmy what I, do you have going on now? No, I'm sorry. Says, I just I know that yeah. you. Um, What's up, dude? You're you're still you you're doing your show at of Clappers. I do. Yes. A, you do a game show, right? Yes. There? I host I a game, game, show game show called Pop Cultured with Jimmy Pardo. We do that okay. at the Lyric Hyperion Theater in uh, Los Angeles. It also live streams on Nowhere Comedy. Oh, I love the Lyric. I do too. I'm glad that they're. They have a whole new like comedy yes, lineup. They got now. a new owner yeah. and mm-hmm. new booker. And um, uh, we've been doing it once a month there. Uh, we don't have any dates coming up because Mr. Pardo has a very busy June and July. So we cannot find a date. But once Mr. Pardo realizes, uh, his, figures out his schedule. What's Mr. Pardo doing? In, <laughs> are you on the road? I, I No. I'm going, okay. well, I'm going to visit my father and okay. a, a vacation. All right. Yeah. I mean, a little nice. bit of road in July. All right. I'm not really traveling as much anymore. I'm, okay, not, yeah. I'm not doing a lot well, of standing up comedy. And uh, I've done it a lot. Okay, I've done you. it a lot. I hear you. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, so not as much traveling. And but when I do travel, I'm going to just the clubs I want to go to. Good. And uh, the ones that I that are uh, not part of a chain that are owned by owners yeah. that yes. love people comedy. you have a relationship yes. with. Yes. Yeah. That bought a comedy club because they love comedy mm. and they treat comics with respect as opposed to battling that over. Nice. Oh, there's a steak special. And you have yeah. fans probably who come I out. I do have fans. Uh, the, their... the Never Not Funny uh, folks come out, right. and I'm very, right, very right, grateful right. for that. And, and how? And you're still doing Never Not Funny? Doing Never Not Funny. We, said, we just With celebrated Matt? 17 years. What? That's amazing. Yeah. Wait. That's amazing. Really? Yes. Yeah, so <gasps> how many episodes have you done? Do you know? We're trying to figure it out today. Uh, it's between Someone 15 and 1,600 episodes. That's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I would say only three are not funny. Uh, That's like, I mean, was there internet? 17 years ago? No, no, I, people, would, there, people would uh, sit uh, crisscross have, applesauce out in my front yard. Yeah. And I would uh, and you'd use play a, a gramophone. gramophone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you still doing it on the in that second? That no, sir. Okay. No, we moved about 10 years ago. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Uh, it's still near a 7-Eleven. I insist okay. we be near a 7-Eleven. <laughs> well, odds are. That's where you get your monster energy drinks. That's where I get my beverages and my power bar. Uh, yeah, we've, uh, we we were sharing that studio with somebody else, and then we got our own oh, studio. Oh, great. Fantastic. Uh, our own Never Not Funny Inclusive and Jesse's been there because she's been on my I wife's have. podcast, uh, uh-huh. How to uh, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, yeah, which right. is great, a phenomenal podcast. Okay, oh my god, is it great? That's funny great. and informative. Yes, and you Useful. would think. Uh, now, granted, I'm biased because it's my wife, but yes. I, I listen to it. A, it brings me joy, and B, you would think that Danielle and Chris have been doing a show for 17 years. Yeah, and it's only a year, mm-hmm. and they are so good together. And it's one, again, it brings nothing but joy. It's informative. It's funny. Mm -hmm. 
How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. And then my show is Never Not Funny, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. And who's your co-host? Christine. Uh, Christine Kimmel. Oh. That is my, my best friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I know. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, so I, I love Dan- Danielle's a good friend, too. Yeah. They're both. It sounded a little so insulting funny, yeah. to Danielle. You have to know. No, that. no, no. I didn't want to. I didn't very... want to lie and say she's my best friend. No, she would Danielle, be like, she, I, she, I haven't heard from her in a she, year. She but Jesse's lying. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be a lie. Friend. But She'll Danielle's a good friend. Yes, you guys are. All, you guys are all great friends. Danielle. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you. I see Danielle on a regular basis. Yeah. 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 I see her. I see her. I was worried. Yeah. And Belknap and I and Elliot and Garen and again, we just celebrated 17 years and that's fantastic. Very, 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 very grateful. Well, this was fun. Thank you, Jimmy. I know. I'm just being an idiot. This was great. Did this fly by? It felt like it flew by. It flew by. Our producer. I laughed a lot. Oh, she wrote down teddy bear. Okay, I guess that's getting cut. <laughs> oh, we, uh, <laughs> no! Don't you dare cut that. Oh, it's going. Don't lay a finger mm. on my teddy bear. If you do, please send it to me just separately. Yeah, I don't like I that is its own file. To. Yeah, we could uh, you maybe just. To, you should listen to. Uh, te- I doubt Red it. Red do it. I don't think it's gonna be anything. <laughs> you know, yours was very intimate. I think that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Intimate is the right word for it. Yeah. <laughs> you were getting direct eye contact. A little too much. <laughs> didn't know where to look. Didn't know where to look. I didn't. I didn't know where to look doing it. I don't know. <laughs> that was the guy who brings out a guitar at a party, I, and you're like, "Here we it go." Was. Yeah. It was. And I, then you really have to. I guess this is happening. You have to cut. emote back to them. That's it's so cut. stressful. Yeah. Got to tap it's your cut. foot. Uh huh. Yes. It was that yes. awful. Yeah. It was wonderful. It was you being vulnerable. No, you no, very no. rarely are. How is that yeah, vulnerable? That's true. It was. Right? Am I wrong? You're never yeah, that guy. It's true. You're never that guy. You never. I liked seeing you be transported back to your you in the summer of seventy two, seventy six. Jesus, don't make me I'm older sorry. than I already am. <laughs> right, you're, I'm already sixty six. Seventy two rhymed with what I was saying. Are you sixty six? You, yes. you're First of an all, incredible sixty six. You look oh, great. great. You are. You think it was all that uh, stamp looking in the seventies? I, I can't wait for the. <laughs> <laughs> you worked at the post office. That was before. You're young. In the early days, you had a lick of stamp. You didn't lick it. It was there were wet sponges. Well, you did because you're professional. I at home would just lick it. Well, well, of course at home. You just have one stamp. Yeah, would also lick those stamps. That was (laughs) a different stamp altogether. Yeah, Park Ridge, New Jersey. Greatest job I've ever had. Was it really better than this? Loved that. Better than being funny with around a bunch of funny people. It's nice to know. I mean, we could all go back to that. Everyone there was so funny. Oh my God, Pat (laughs) Dehan, Chris Dehan. You know, I'll say this about that. I worked at a record store. Jobs where you worked with yeah, right. Oh yeah. Oh restaurants. Uh, Yeah, restaurants are so funny. And you had a the record store. And uh, in the mid '80s, I worked at the record Mm -hmm. store from '84 to '88. Uh, and uh, I love you work. Yeah, that was, you you were cool though. in the eighties. Yes, yeah. at the mall. Oh my god, there's nobody cooler yeah. than yeah. the guy that worked at the record store yeah. at the mall. Ugh. If they only knew how sad and pathetic I was behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, but no, those were. I also say, fact, and they we, were all really funny. We had a reunion last yeah. summer, and it, oh, cool. we hadn't seen Get each out. other in thirty years. A reunion, uh, and it was reunion. It's pronounced. Uh, <laughs> I was so it, excited. Uh, it was I'm sorry. it was great because it was we just because you were we were being funny just like you were at the post uh, office, I imagine. Mm-hmm. You're being funny just to be funny. Yeah. yeah. You're not yeah. being funny to not get on television, money. not right. for money. Yeah. Right. Just to make that person laugh. Yes. Right. And there was just a, just an earnestness and a and an earnestness I make fun of you and now I can't pronounce anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I didn't point out. But it was good to see those people and uh and yes. Oh, I, I bet that was so refreshing too to talk to people not in entertainment. 
Uh, a lot of, you like? A lot of questions maybe, about entertainment. Oh, I bet there were, yeah. Can I ask you both a question? Yes, and then I must go. <laughs> where, where do you have to go? I'm, I'm kidding. I'll stay here till 8 o'clock okay. at night. I don't care. Okay, good. I, but I, I used to have these jobs where there were really funny people, and I always yeah. felt like I wanted to be doing something funny, but and I and I felt like I was always cooling my heels doing these jobs. Yeah. But I felt like lucky or blessed that I had walked into. Maybe people are hilarious at every maybe single all job. All people are funny. But no. I know. But I know. <laughs> really like. And when I was a lawyer, I worked with some of the funniest people mm-hmm. I've ever met, and, and, and they were lawyer, but they were really. And I always just felt like, okay, like this is kind of like spurring, uh, kind of spurring me on or, or keeping me company till I did something, jumped into yeah. showbiz. Did well, you, you guys feel that were, way? You were mm-hmm. a magnet for other funny people. I agree with that. No, yeah. I, I disagree. No, but did you I, feel that way at the record store? Well, I, I was lucky that they all were funny and we all enjoyed ourselves. Right. And then I went, I worked for a record label. I worked for MCA Records. Really? Oh, wow. Where, uh, really? where nobody was interested in funny. Uh, um, and that was- Because they were actually making money. Yeah, and maybe a lot of blow. Oh. Um, <laughs> it was the 80s. Um, wow. Oh, that, wow. Was, that, was, that was a little, that, that was a rough two years because I, I would try to be funny- and right. nobody was on board with it. Really? Like, and and uh, and that's when I started doing stand-up. Because okay. it was like, I, yeah. I need to do something with this. Yeah. yeah. Someone at there was like, got you and was just I don't, like, I don't think, not one of them have ever come to one of my shows. Not one of right, them has ever reached right. out going, oh, we always knew. Because they didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did, they had like, no clue. You? Wow. When I quit, this is yeah. when I when I, the day that I gave my notice, my boss gave me the ultimatum. He yeah. said, you have to either commit more to this job or quit and do stand-up comedy full-time. And I said, I'll give you an answer in the morning. And he couldn't believe that was the answer. Like, I right. had to think about it. Right. I came back the next day and I said, I am going to give my notice. And so at the morning meeting around the yeah. big table with 20 people there, yeah. they said, oh, well, before we get started with the sales and everything, I just want to announce Jim has given his two-week notice. He's going to pursue stand-up comedy. And the room <laughs> was silent. Oh. Like, they all were like, Oh, is this that, a joke? That can't God. be. He's is this not, a prank? What? 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 Uh, Why would he leave working for a record label to go and do that, which there's no evidence he's good at? Wow. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, It was weirdly quiet. And then a weird two weeks of, <laughs> oh, well, good so... luck, buddy. Good, real good luck on that. Okay, well, let yeah. us know. Yeah. You're always welcome back. Yeah. Did if any of them it. ever, now, though, they're they'd be like the bullies to me. Like, I'd want them to come to a show. I would be interested. They did, in fairness, one guy named Chuck did come when I was in Atlanta. Yeah. And sure enough, I I bombed a death. Oh, Oh, no. And it's like, why would, why, why is this the one bad show this week? And and just him going, well, hey, man, great to see you again. I was like, oh, he wins. Oh, I swear, Uh, come back tomorrow. Yeah. I swear, (laughs) they wouldn't have me in Atlanta from Chicago if I wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rough. (laughs) Rough. Uh, uh, but nobody. And then there was another guy, the guy that ran Motown, ben, a guy named Ben Sheets, who was a great guy. Ben he Sheets. kept asking if I wanted to do Evening at the Apollo because he could get me on because he was the, oh, one oh, of the heads cool. of Motown. Uh, oh, wow. he's like, you want to do Evening at the, uh, Evening at the Apollo? I'll Did you, you end up doing it? No. Oh, oh, I wish you had. I should have done it for the story. Oh yes. God. So uh, you've never performed at you the Apollo. I have never performed at yeah. the Apollo. Okay. No, uh, you would have done that. Yeah. I. That was a mistake. The other mistake I made was uh, James Brown uh, asked me to open for him in Vegas. And I did not do that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Wait, you're James Brown? Me. Yeah, James Brown. Uh, I did a and- television show with him. And afterwards, his manager came up and said, James would like you to open <gasps> up uh, this weekend at Caesars for him. Oh my God, what a dream. And I said, uh, Boy, I'm very flattered, but I'm, I'm going to pass on that. And then oh, a second later, just- James Brown comes in, What are you talking about? Uh- he goes, I'm a- I want you to open for me. 
And uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the right fit, James. It's a perfect fit. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I just don't, I just don't think it's going to be a good fit. Yeah. And had he ever had a comedian open for him I or? Don't, I don't know the answer to that. Oh, wow. I, 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 it doesn't make any sense, but I, I, I love I should have done it for asked. the story. You should have done it, yeah. I should have done it for the well, story. Well, I like him badgering you to do it. Yeah. I, that's kind I know, of. And Danielle yeah. was with me and Danielle's like, yeah. are you sure you don't want to do it? I go, right. yeah. really? And she's like, no, no, of course you can't do it. Well, and, wait, <laughs> had he seen you? <laughs> we had just been, I had just been funny on television with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, oh, and then he And he loved right me during the, during the oh, commercials and stuff. And so oh, then, that's great. Yeah. He kind of just wanted to hang out, it sounds like. That, it does sound like and that. And maybe he thought, oh, I have to hire him in order for him right. to hang out. And he's right. And I wouldn't even do that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, but, man. But I think you instinct, you're like, nothing's going to beat what I just did with James Brown. That's kind of how I felt. Like, I've already just had the fun. And, you had a great mm-hmm. experience. And why do I want to go to Vegas and potentially right. not do well and mm-hmm. then get- in a, At Caesars, yeah. And fly home and like, oh, that that didn't need to happen. I, yeah. I got called once to open for uh, uh, Ray Charles at oh, what? Radio really? City Musical. And? I said absolutely not. <laughs> for what? Now, why did you say no? I well, I I did teddy bear for them, and <laughs> I said, "There's more think? where this came from, guys." Uh, <laughs> no, I I well, because I'd been working at Conan um, as a writer for a bit, and I hadn't done stand up in a while. I, I hadn't been doing uh, all. I did was the warm up um, there, and that was like ten minutes of just talking crowd work, talking crowd work. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I can't do. I don't have uh, twenty. I'm not doing that. This is a fool's errand. So I, I, Brian Kiley worked oh, in our I, office. Did you, get, did you get it for him? Did I he gave do it, it to Brian Kiley. Who and killed? My, right? Michael Gordon and I, another writer on uh-huh. the show. We, sh- we all three of us shared an office. We snuck into Radio City to watch him warm up, and he did great. Oh, good. He did great. I, I have never seen great. Brian Kiley do anything less than oh, great. He's yeah, such a great co- comedian. He's bulletproof, and, and we love. It was so exciting to see him in Radio City, and that's awesome. It's just kind yeah. of incongruous. I don't really. I mean, people going to see this music artist, and and then they're like, "All right, I guess we're." I know it, it happened know. a lot back in the day. It it, yeah. Very Vegasy. Vegas yeah, yeah, is famous for just here's you know a comedian yeah, to warm up the be, musical act before Anne Margaret comes out. Like, Anne Margaret, exactly. <laughs> numbers. Exactly, exactly. And the thing about the Ray Charles, which is interesting, is the entire yeah. audience is blind. Uh, yeah. And so that's interesting to perform it's, to. It was a sea of sunglasses. Gordon <laughs> and I had to wear sunglasses <laughs> to get in. in. Otherwise, they would have, they would have fished us right out of there. It was a sea of sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, this was fun. I know. Thank you, Thank you Jimmy. It was great, it was great, it was great yeah, to see we'll, you guys. Uh, we'll see you back you. here for uh, Never Not Bullied. <laughs> the final show. <laughs> yeah. The final show. I always do Which the final show. Which might be this one. Oh, Bully Points. Yeah, bully points. I'm in. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, Jimbo. <laughs> Thanks to Jimmy Pardo for joining us. You can go to jimmypardo.com for his upcoming stand-up dates. And of course, be sure to check out his podcast now in its 100th season, Never Not Funny. Yeah, thanks to Jimmy. That was great. That was great. Yep. We have a listener question. What is it? It says, hi, Mike, Jesse, and team. Hey, team. I'm looking at our team team. right now. We have a large team that puts Mm. this podcast together. A couple of my close friends introduced me to Wee Spa, the Korean spa in LA's Koreatown, several years ago. And I didn't remember until after the fact that Conan had shot a remote there with Steven Yeun. What was the experience like getting permission to shoot in that otherwise very private environment? Was any of it, like the other participants, staged Anything that you remember getting left on the cutting room floor? 
Love having the pod in my listening rotation. Keep up the great work. Oh. Wait, is there a name? There must be. Yes. Who is it? Matt Schulman. Thank you, Matt Schulman. Matt. I hope he's having, I hope he's listening to this while getting a spritz. I know. At we spa. <laughs> in the spa. I don't think they have spritzes there. They oh, might. Oh, I think they do kind of. There's it, a food area. Ah. Probably. Oh no, I was thinking of what what is it when they they whip your skin down oh. to isn't that <laughs> um I've I've gotten the thing at the Korean spa where they lay you out on this mat like yeah. a dolphin right. being transported oh. between aquariums and, and then a helicopter comes down. And <laughs> yeah. And you, they like ho- hose you down yeah. and then there's a very Fine grit, like right. sandpapery like grit, pumice almost. Yeah, uh-huh. and and they just sand your whole body down, mm-hmm. every crevice, wow. every nook and cranny. They do that, they do everything, just everything, to, and it's it's extremely painful, and you yeah. red, and you, it's almost like a layer of skin gets sloughed off. That, I think that's the idea, yeah. right? To to and then cut your, down the dermis. your new skin grows back eventually. <laughs> you can't go out for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, you, definitely you can't, can't leave go the, the spa. Sun. Yeah. Well, and did you like? Does it ever after? Yeah, you feel very soft. Okay. Afterwards. All right. After the pain subsides. I mean, okay. So you recommend it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people are kind of soft to begin with. Yeah. You feel softer. You feel softer. Okay. And, yeah, um, I never, I've never done that. I was curious about it mm -hmm. because I went to the Wii Spa once too and saw that going on. And it did look painful. It is painful. Okay. Okay. Especially in your in your in your very sensitive areas. Oh, right. They really get everywhere. Well, they're more nerve endings. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah, they're mm. they really do everything. They do the whole. Everything. Oh wow! I would yeah. just be. I don't. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'm a little ticklish too. So right. That's also a problem. Yeah. Uh, so the Wii Spa. You know what's interesting? I talked to a friend yeah. who went to the Wii Spa recently, yeah. and she said that they were playing that remote in the Wii Spa. Really? Yes. When she and her family were there. We should get residuals for that. Right? <laughs> I think they just play it on a loop because they have TVs set up. Okay. And you can kind of hang, there's certain rooms right. you can hang out and watch TV, and and that remote was playing. Wow. I would think if I was at the Wii Spa... The last thing I'd want to watch is more Wii Spa on at TV the Wii Spa. I at know. the Wii Spa. But maybe that's that's good. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Oh, that's that, maybe that's it's hilarious. to give you an example of what you could do there. Yeah. I, or Such not as filming. Do. Right. Right. <laughs> Shoot your remote here at yeah. Wii Spa. Bring in a crew. Uh, oh, so the, the, there was a there were there questions. There were questions in here. <laughs> I was just I was transported away to. <laughs> Getting a massage. Mm-hmm. What was it like getting permission to shoot in the private? Yes, because right. there are people that are naked at the Wee Spa, famously. Right. So I, I talked to Jason Shalemi, our, our producer. Yeah. He set it up. Yes. And what they did was they they just put notices everywhere. That we're that, filming. That you're being filmed. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they were very conspicuous signs. Mm-hmm. You're being filmed, and by appearing in this, you agree to be on television. Yeah. And yeah, so... A lot of people didn't mind at all. And there were nude people. There were nude nudies. That we had to blur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but co- I assume that it that cut exists somewhere without the blurs. It, you know what, it would exist somewhere. Mm. I, I think all, well, you know what? They would blow out like our 
editing bays, their storage space would get filled up. Mm. And they, they'd call up every six months and go, can we get rid of the, you know, yeah. blah, blah, this, this, that. They'd send a long laundry list of stuff. Can we get rid of the original footage? Yeah. So some things are gone. Okay. But uh, I assume that a a roll of nudies. uncut dicks... Yeah, we would, would we would never somewhere. get rid of that. Yeah. That, that just <laughs> common sense tells you. Yeah. And to be clear, the footage was purposes. uncut. I don't know about the dicks. Ah, very nice, yeah. very nice. I'm, you know, I'm always amazed at the number of uncut dicks out there when when, when I'm in yeah, a, yeah, a, when, a locker room. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, Conan and, and Stephen Yoon um, appear naked in it. Yeah. And uh, Were they actually naked? No, they were they were okay. wearing dance. Skin. Yeah, they're called dance skins, right? Yeah, that's what we call them. They're flesh. It's kind of like a little flesh, like speedos. Speedo, sometimes a thong, but without the U.S. flag. Mm -hmm. The U.S. flag, if it was all tan, <laughs> yeah, tan, tan, and tan, <laughs> and then we can easily pixelate over it, right. and make it the appearance of nudity. But they're it, still fairly revealing. Yeah, they're pretty. Those little yes speedos. Yeah, yes, that's true. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, pre. Three pixels, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but that's that's what they did to appear naked, and uh, so that was only kind of staged part was them. And I talked to the two writers, uh, Michael Gordon, yes, and Dan Cronin, yes, and uh, pretty much uh, there wasn't much left on the cutting room floor. I just, okay. I think Matt's looking for maybe kind of salacious stuff that uh -huh. might have happened, but uh, no, nothing, no, nothing, ex anything exciting that happened Went is on in. In the, the air. Yes. Yeah, that usually happens. Yes. Well, thank you, Matt. Thank you for that question. I know. And it was fun to remember the Wii Spot. And if you want to see that remote, it's on YouTube. Or I guess you can just go to the Wii Spot and watch it on their That's right. closed circuit TV. That's right. Pay a slightly higher fee <laughs> and go in and watch it while you have your skin ripped off. Yes, exactly. And if you have a question for us, please call us at 323-209-1079. We're looking into getting me a burner phone so I can actually <laughs> answer. And mm -hmm. an it'd be great to get live answers to all your questions. <laughs> and then we can just great. sit here at the just end. Just a 24-hour hotline. Yes. And then we, we can eliminate this from the podcast. Because oh, well, I'm answering them. Then what will we talk about? I... I Oh. We'll go back and talk about warm-up. I can do more teddy bear. Uh, <laughs> or email us at insideconanpod at gmail.com. And hey, if you like the show, which I hope you do if you're still listening, mm. you can support us by rating Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast on iTunes and leaving us a review. Mm -hmm. You know, it rhymes with review. We love you. Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Our producer is Lisa Burr. Team Coco's executive producers are Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and Nick Liao. Engineered and mixed by Joanna Samuel. Our talent bookers are Gina Batista and Paula Davis, with assistance from Maddie Ogden. Thanks. Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan or an enemy <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Put on your hat, it's the Conan Show. Try on some spats, you're gonna have a laugh. Give birth to a calf, it's Conan! This has been a Team Coco production.
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.